0: Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. I'm a financial advisor in St. Louis, Missouri, working with people 50 and older as they plan for their dream successful retirement. In fact, we help clients in almost 20 different states plan for the golden years in life that we call retirement. Now, one of the most important things we always say is to remain focused on the destination. It's just like if you're on a ship and you're in rough seas and you get seasick like I do, the captain will tell you, if you get seasick, don't stare at the waves. Stare at the horizon. Look at the sunset. Look at the horizon. You'll feel a lot better by focusing on the destination. Now, what was the volatility, the choppiness that we've experienced so far this year, and this big crash that we've all been hearing about that was supposed to come in October of 2021? It was supposed to be the biggest crash we've ever seen. Some of these so-called experts were predicting this crash. We're going to talk about that on today's episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. But before we do, I wanted to remind listeners, and especially any new listeners, to check out our website retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. I love getting your questions at the bottom of the website. It'll say, submit your question or ask Greg a question. That's a great place for you to send your questions that pertain to your own retirement. Maybe it's about social security or a Roth conversion or a retirement account that you have. I'd love to hear from you and love to be to be able to help out. That's really the the reason I created this podcast Back in, started in July of 2020, is to help people, help people plan for a better future so they too can make better choices and better decisions when it comes to their retirement planning. That's what I do every day, Monday through Friday, is really help people, so many people, help them answer these tough questions that they face every day when it comes to their future, when it comes to these tough decisions such as, should I pay off my house before I retire? Should I claim social security at 62, like my neighbor Bill said? Can we afford that condo at the lake that we've always dreamed about when it comes to retirement? So that's really the purpose of the podcast is to serve as a resource for you as you plan for the years ahead, because there's so much garbage that's out there from people that aren't licensed to give financial advice to anybody, but everybody's got an opinion nowadays And if they've got a laptop, they can type up an article and all of a sudden they're an expert. So you want to be careful who you're taking advice from and consider the source. And that's the topic of today's episode is all these so-called experts that have a crystal ball that we're predicting this, the biggest crash in stock market history in October of 2021. And for all the people that actually followed their advice, selling out of their investments and getting out of the stock market before October 1st hit, man, they're really, really having a lot of regret at this point. So that's going to be the focus of today's conversation. But again, I wanted to remind listeners check out our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. If you have questions I can help with, certainly submit them on the website and check out our free resources such as my Couple's Guide to a Dream Retirement, my Retirement Secret Sauce, my Retirement Budgeting Tools on there, as well as my 2021 Tax Planning Guide. All free resources available on the website that can help you as you plan for your own successful retirement. All right, let's jump into today's episode. So there were so many articles that came out in September-August timeframe that were predicting this big stock market crash in October of 2021. Now, in October, famously in 1929, 1987, there were huge stock market crashes in the month of October. But however, 1987, that was 34 years ago. That crash, what, what does it have to do with this stock market in 2021? Well, there were a lot of people in the media that were predicting this big stock market crash in October of 2021. One of them that I'll point out was Robert Kiyosaki, who he was the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And in fact, in September... He was interviewed and he said this would be the biggest crash in world history based on what the real estate market was doing in China. It was going to spill over to the U.S. and crash our stock market is what he was predicting. And it had a lot of people panicked. I even received a couple of emails and calls about this. There were other so-called experts that were also predicting a similar crash in the market in October. And guess what? While I'm recording this episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast, we're more more than halfway through October. And so far, the the S&P 500 for the month is up about four and three quarters percent. We're nearing on after today, it'll probably be up north of 5% for the month of October so far. So as a reminder, as a word of caution, if you will, to all of our listeners out there, is be very, very cautious and, and beware of these people that are always trying to predict the next market crash. They don't have a crystal ball. In fact, Robert Kiyosaki, he's not a financial planner. He's doesn't have any licenses to give financial advice. And quite frankly, he was absolutely incorrect. I mean, the market has actually done very well this month so far. So all he did was create a bunch of panic in people's minds, and he really did more harm than good. And the thing that I dislike the most is just like with the weatherman, they're not responsible if they're right or wrong. So for the people, I'm just imagining all these people that listened to this Robert Kiyosaki's advice and sold out of their long-term investments and abandoned their long-term retirement plan because this big market crash was on the horizon or was supposedly... On the horizon that never came, just like the weatherman, somebody like this that predicts this market crash and really impacts a bunch of people negatively or adversely, they're not responsible for the damages that they cause. It's like you may have remember years and years ago. This is probably ten years ago. The there was a pastor that was going around saying the the end of the world is coming. Sell all of your belongings. Travel. Go on vacation. Get rid of everything that you have and just spend your money. Freely because, you know, by the end of the year, it's no one's going to be on this earth. Well, all the people did that that actually listened to him. I mean, it ruined their life. They spent through everything they had thinking, believing this man that he was speaking the truth. And of course, we're all still around. The world goes on. And all those people, they spent through their life savings. So moral of the story is be very, very cautious who you listen to. These headlines, these headlines, they just scare people to death. You'll see the market soars a thousand points or the market plunges two thousand points. Those words are pretty scary. The market drops like a rock. Just imagine if you got on an elevator and it said soar or plunge. It didn't say up or down. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't get on that elevator. So the market in general is going to be volatile. It's going to go up, it's going to go down. It's going to go up, it's going to go down. The market doesn't go up and up and up. That's just not the way it works. But let's talk about why the stock market, why it's so volatile. Well, think about it. When you have to put a price on something, on an asset like a stock or a mutual fund or ETF, you have to say, okay, what is someone willing to pay me for a share of Google stock today? It's got to be liquid. It's got to be today. What will someone give me today for that that stock? So there's going to be some days where you might see that that it's underpriced, meaning what someone's willing to give you for a share of that stock, let's say as an example, might be less than you're willing to take for it. But it, it would be just like if you had to say, okay, for my home, my home is an illiquid asset, but I had to say, okay, I want all the cash buyers today lined up today on Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day it is. I want cash buyers. I want the top dollar I can get for it. And you had to do every single day. You had to ask people, what's the top price? What's the top bid that I can get for my home? There's going to be many days where the cash buyers that are out there are not willing to give you anywhere near what you think it's worth. So there's going to be some days where it might be undervalued, right there's going to be some days where gosh you may run into a bunch of people that really want to buy your house and it might be overvalued but we don't look at the price that we can get for our home on a daily basis but when you have to do that for the stock market Monday through Friday other than you know the major holidays the market's open and it has to literally by the second by the minute give you a price that you could sell you know that share of google stock or walmart or target or whatever it is and if we didn't have to put such a you know liquidity price meaning what you can sell it for this second i think you would start to see okay over time Certainly, the the stock market seems to increase, just like the value of our home seems to increase over time. But there's so many people that focus on the day-to-day and what the stock market is doing on a day-to-day basis, and that's completely out of your control. And I always tell people, on the way to reaching your goals, your investments will go up and down in value. And every successful investor I've ever witnessed, I've ever met, has always been patient and remained focused on their long-term plan, on their long-term goals. So whenever this short-term volatility, these sharp declines in the market that that seem to happen out of nowhere happen, they don't get scared, they don't panic, they just keep focused on the long-term. And why that portfolio was put in place in, in the beginning was To make sure they can accomplish their their long term goals. This money is intended to work for you for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. You're not going to cash it out all and use the money tomorrow. And on the other side of the coin, every single unsuccessful investor I've ever run across or talked to has at some point or another given in to the fear, to the panic of these short term events that cause the market to temporarily decline and rather rapidly. But they have lost their focus on the long-term, on those long-term goals and the plan that they had and given in to the fear. And they have really suffered uh, significantly because what they're doing is they're cashing out their long-term investments while they are temporarily undervalued because the markets, you know, has declined at that point and they're scared. So how do you solve this problem? Well, there's one uh, solution that's called the bucket strategy. That's one of actually one of the most popular episodes I've ever done for this podcast. More people have listened to that episode than probably any episode. That's episode number 24. If you want to go back and listen, again, episode number 24 talks about the bucket strategy and how so many people use this for their retirement strategy. And while I'm talking about previous episodes, I should mention the other very, very popular episode that I've got a lot of compliments on. And it was just me talking about the worst retirement plan I had ever seen someone come up with and come across. And I was able to help that individual, I hope. I haven't really got an update from him, but of course, I wish him all the best. But that's episode number seven. Episode number seven is the worst retirement plan ever. So if you're one of those people that likes to hear about, okay, what not to do, well, that's a great episode to tune into. I think you'll learn a lot. I'm one of those people that kind of learns from my mistakes, whether it's a project that I'm working on or or maybe an experience that someone shares with me. My ears are always like antennas, just trying to, to listen for every bit of information that might be able to help somebody else. This past week, for example, I had a couple really, really enjoyable meetings with clients. And in one of the meetings, I had a big reminder that some clients that are going to be retiring at the end of the year really shared a story of a that served as a reminder that I learned years and years ago. But the lesson here is never loan anybody money that you can't live without. So, in other words, when you loan someone money, expect never to be repaid. In other words, only loan an amount that if you never got repaid, it would not devastate your financial future. So I, of course, if you're loaning somebody money, I would draw up a schedule of payments, you know, an amortization schedule. A CPA can certainly help you with that. I would get it in writing and have it notarized and all with witnesses and all that good stuff. So it's official. But you've got to remember this if you're doing that kind of loan with somebody, you've got to remember it's an unsecured loan. And maybe you work with your CPA and financial planner and see if you can have it a secured loan with some kind of asset as collateral, but I would highly highly recommend do not lend money to family members, friends, any amount that you wouldn't be able to recover from. So, so keep it a small loan and you'll be glad you did. And if it were me, personally, I wouldn't loan anybody any money. If they wanted to do some work for me, like at my farm or my house, certainly that's something I'd be willing to compensate them them for. Or, you know, some other helping with my website or something like that. That's something I would consider instead of getting into the loan, the personal loan road. If you don't have to go down that road, believe me, you're better off. I'll tell a quick story. I met with a gentleman that had loaned his son a couple hundred thousand dollars. And it represented more than half of his retirement savings. And his son was getting into real estate and was told his dad, Hey, I'm unable to get these loans. I've got this partner and we're gonna do some real estate development, flip houses, this kind of this kind of stuff, but we can't get the loans. So the dad said, Okay, well, I'll upfront the money, couple hundred thousand dollars, wrote the check to the son, came in to see me and said, Hey, I'm all excited about retiring this year. But you know the majority of my retirement savings has been loaned to my son. So I got to kind of digging and saying, well, I, I want more information on this loan. And when's the last time you talked to your son? Would your son be willing to talk to me? Long story short, the son stopped returning phone calls. The business partner stopped paying their phone service. So he wasn't able to contact them. And to this day, this gentleman is still expecting to be repaid from his son and the son's business partner. And that has yet to happen. So it has really pushed back this gentleman's retirement. When you make that kind of personal loan to somebody and you don't have a lot of stuff in writing, you're kind of uh, up a creek without a paddle and you put yourself in a tough situation. So I know it's devastating to think of. But no one would expect that their son would ever steal from them or borrow and not repay a loan, but you know, things happen. So the lesson from this story is this gentleman really jeopardized his retirement by lending his son that money. And of course, I, he said the son explained it. This was supposed to be the business opportunity for him, and he was going to be the angel investor and really help his son out and all this good stuff but sometimes people fall short on their promises and you don't want it to devastate your financial future. So lesson learned there. So, I hope this episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast has been helpful, has been entertaining, if anything. But again, my recommendation don't fall for these tricks, these people who think they have a crystal ball and are trying to forecast the next market crash. Nine times out of 10, they're incorrect. No one can time the market. And if they tell you they can, they're lying. And normally, what happens when someone does predict a big market crash, it causes a lot of panic and a lot of people forget about their long-term goals, abandon their long-term plan, and they end up regretting it and losing a lot of money in the process. So I hope that's been helpful. If you have questions, you know where to go. RetirementMadeEasyPodcast.com. If you have questions about this or other financial topics, give me a call, send me an email right there on the website, RetirementMadeEasyPodcast.com. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always dream big. are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The Smart vester program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor Smart SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra Finra, SIPC.